1: WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray, and I get into the NWA pay-per-view from yesterday afternoon. That's right. When our shadows fall, Camille, your new NWA Women's Champion, we get into that. We get into Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, the 10 pounds of gold, and also we get into the Running Feud between myself and Thunder Rosa, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I got to start off the show with which what I feel is the biggest news of all, Bully, and that is Camille. And you know Camille very, very well. Of course, um, former student of yours, and Camille also uh, a frequent guest here on busted open beat Serena Deeb at when our shadows fall yesterday afternoon on the NWA pay-per-view and is your new NWA
3: women's champion. Very happy for and proud of Camille and her becoming the new NWA women's champion. Um, obviously, as you said, I broke her in from day one at the team 3d Academy. And whenever you have a student, you know, come through your doors and you train them for levels of success, you see something like this and you you have no choice but to be happy for you want to be happy for them because of the obvious reason she's grown in the business and now they felt confident in her there's a championship around her way she won a championship that's not the part that i'm most proud of the most why i'm really proud of camille is because she hit of a bit of a rock bottom in the wrestling business she went through a couple of ups and downs actually she went through a couple of downs in the wrestling business that almost had her step away from the industry completely And when you look at her now, look at her stature, look at how much better she's getting in the ring. Look at the look, look at the it factor. Dave, could you imagine if she would have stepped away? What a loss for the wrestling business. What a loss for the NWA if Camille would have stepped away. So I'm happy that she was able to battle back. And she's come on the show and she's talked about some of her, you know, very real life problems, whether that might have been little bouts with depression and you know, self-doubt and confidence problems, battled back from all that and on uh, and you know last night was able to become the NWA women champion very happy for her. I think it's a smart move by the NWA. Um, We're also going to talk about what I thought was not so smart of a move by the NWA today, but uh, yeah, Camille is the new NWA women's world champion. Congratulations. Great job. Um, And I'm looking forward to a lot um, bigger and better things for her within the NWA.
1: You know, and bully, if you're going, you couldn't have booked this more perfectly uh, having her be become the champion, the way that she did. Uh, If you remember, she became the number one contender beating Thunder Rosa, former NWA Women's Champion, just days after that huge match that Thunder Rosa had with Britt Baker on national TV that had the wrestling world talking. So, you know, to be able to beat Thunder Rosa when she had all that buzz around her was key. And then, you you know, you fast forward to what took place yesterday afternoon. A lot of people were talking about the match that Serena Deeb had with Rio on the pre-show of double or nothing from last weekend and then camille beat serena Deeb for the nwa women's championship you couldn't ask for better momentum and two key victories that camille had over the last month or so so kudos to the nwa for booking that correctly camille's your new women's champion and i can't wait to see what's next for her with the nwa
3: Now that she's become the NWA Women's Champion, the obvious thing for her to do is defend her championship against other women. I think what the NWA has to figure out is how to make her a bigger star than that. I'm not going to go down the road of wrestling men like we talked about with Charlotte, but somehow they have to get this girl's face and persona and like this out there more than just being able to purchase the nwa on fight tv they have to utilize social media a lot more with her she has to utilize her social media a lot more this girl has too much of an it factor and a look to be seen sporadically uh do you agree with that dave this you got to find a way to get her out there i agree and and
1: bully let's let's talk about what we just had a discussion with before the show. You know, we were talking about what we were going to open with today. And let's be honest, I wasn't sure if we should open with the NWA from yesterday. It's timely. It just happened, you know, less than 24 hours ago. But how many people actually watch the NWA pay-per-view when your weekly show is on Fight TV and it's tiered, you have to pay for it. I mean, I think there was a small percentage of people that watch it, but... The reason I wanted to start with it, Bully, is that I feel like you and I uh, like to spread the wealth, so to speak. We like to teach uh, our audience about things that they may not watch on a weekly basis. The NWA has quietly done a very, very good job week in and week out putting out a show. But how many people are actually watching it because it's on Fight TV? Camille is one of those types of players where... It's like she wasn't known outside the world of the N.W.A., homegrown, so to speak. You know, when people think of Camille, they don't think of former WWE superstar or AEW like you might with Serena Deeb or Thunder Rosa. You instantly think of the N.W.A. So, Bully, to get back to your point, I I agree with you 100%. If I'm the N.W.A., I probably would have given a phone call to Gabby or Ed Robinson saying, hey, can we get Camille on the show today to promote the fact that she's your new NWA women's champion? I, I would get her out there as often as possible in front of people's faces and in their ears because this is the person that you could get behind and push if you want to get that NWA brand out there.
3: Congratulations to Camille. Long time coming. Glad she stuck with it. And uh, it has finally paid off for her, and I think she's going to be a, a, a great... I, listen, I can make an argument right now with Camille's stature, the way she carries herself. She's as much of a face of the NWA as Nick Aldis is.
1: I love it. And also, too, maybe we do see Camille show up on AEW Dynamite. On one, on one episode. Why not? We saw that with Serena Deeb. We saw that with Thunder Rosa. Could we see that with Camille? It's very, very interesting times. You know, we talk about AEW and some of the things they have to work on. One thing that they have been able to do, Bully, is keep you guessing. And with this forbidden door, who knows who could show up? I mean, would it shock you if Camille showed up on AEW Dynamite one night?
3: My take on the people showing up is that so many people are starting to show up that showing up is becoming passe already. Would I like to see Camille show up on, the, uh, on AEW? Sure, so she could get more eyes on herself, but she has to have the right opponent. Yeah, Camille and Britt Baker, does that interest you? Uh,
1: probably more Camille and Jade interest me more. Because those just seem like two women that would just duke it. That would be a phenomenal matchup for Camille.
3: I think that's what you want to build up to. Uh, the champion versus champion thing I I could hear people saying well you want to build up to that also I just like that stare down I kind of like a uh, I kind of like a little bit of a three-way story where if you did have Camille and if you did have Britt Baker in that face-to-face and then Jade came out and there was that three-way stare down that story could play out I'm not sure that Jade is ready for that Big matchette, I think she's going to get a lot better. I think they're very they're secretly working with her and getting her better and getting her polished and getting some reps under her belt what i what I really like, like when we talk about Camille, when we talk about Britt, when we talk about Jade, let's throw Charlotte in there. I love in the women's division how we're getting some bigger women in stature, some taller women some Amazon-looking women. Women that are look different than what the majority of these smaller girls look like. We're getting a lot of small, tiny girls doing offense that might not be as believable. When, when, but when I see a Charlotte Flair, when I see a Jade, a Camille, a Britt, and Britt's not as big as those girls, but she's just about there. A little bit more credible. And that's what I'd like to see. I a thousand percent agree with you on your comment about the nwa getting in touch with us this morning to get camille on and here's who i use as my barometer tony khan um tony khan as you know um Uh, i got to talk to you about Tony Khan later in the show also. I think Mm -hmm. there's a little discussion that we need to have. Um, Tony is smart enough to come on Busted Open every Wednesday or every Friday, whenever Dynamite is airing these days because it's been preempted, I guess, for the NBA. Tony is smart enough to get in contact with us and say, hey, guys, I'd like to come on and talk about Dynamite. I'd like to come on and push my show for tonight. I'd like to push my talent. I'd like to push my pay-per-view. Whatever it is, the billion-dollar owner of the AWA calls us to come on this show because he understands the strength, the power, the penetration of uh, (laughs) busted Ah. Open. Um... And that's smart. And I, you know, uh, you got Billy Corrigan over there. You got Pat Kenny over there. You got a lot of smart guys over there. They're probably still riding the high of their pay per view. They might not have thought of that, but man, if I'm them, I'm picking up that phone and saying, "Hey, let's get Camille on, or let's get Nick on, who or whoever they want on." And right now, after you know what went on, you know, with their pay per view, Nick and Camille once again are the two talents that I would really want to talk to. So uh nwa the phone lines are open and speaking of the phone lines being open this is what i'd like to do um whenever you know in the past few years whenever impact had a pay per view or impacted something special, we would always say the same thing. Hey, listen, if you're an Impact fan, please call into the show because we want to hear from you because we felt like at times Impact didn't give us enough to talk about. With the NWA, we want to talk about the NWA for personal reasons yes. and we want to talk about the NWA for professional reasons. So, if you are a fan of the NWA, if you were at the show, if you watched the show on fight, please call in and let us know um, what you thought about it. Give us your takes. Give us your good, bad, and the ugly on the NWA. I would love to hear from the nation this morning when it came to that pay-per-view.
1: And obviously, there were some nation members in attendance at the NWA pay-per-view last night because, as you saw in the tag match with Thunder Rosa Molina, Kylie Ray, and Taryn Terrell, and I want to get into that. For in a second too, Thunder Rosa saw my fat head punch my fat head, and the commentators were talking about the Lagreca Thunder Rosa feud on the air, which I thought was kind of cool. And you know, I thought I proved myself fine in Buta Texas. No need to go down that road again, though. I'm, st- I'm firmly uh, have space in Thunder Rosa's head, obviously, because she hasn't gotten over what took place at the beginning of May in Buta Texas. But that's a story for another day. But there were nation members in attendance. So I'd love to hear uh, from the nation if they were there or if they watched. Because, Bully, we had the same discussion when it came to New Japan. You know, we talked a lot about New Japan before it became fashionable to talk about New Japan. Because we wanted to teach our audience about a product that they should watch. I, You know this, Bully. I was a big fan of NWA power before the pandemic. The pandemic hit. Obviously, everything got shut down. But now they're back. Their weekly show is back. And fans are back in attendance for the NWA. So this is a show that, hey, I can scream at the top of my lungs that this is a great show. But it's a lot. There's a lot of wrestling out there, Bully, as you know. Every day, there's a wrestling show on your TV. Now you're asking fans to pay to watch the NWA product. Now it's minimal. It's like five bucks a month. It's not... It's not going to break the bank, but Bully, as you know, you know, you're asking me to pay for something when I could get all these other companies for free. It's a tough road for the NWA, though I do think it's a quality product that people should watch on fight.
3: And you talk about paying for the product and where the NWA is at right now and how they need to capture headlines. Hey, it's Billy Corgan that came on this show and said, you know, when it comes to social media, you want you wanna own to the, own the night or, you know, win the night, so to speak. And he's talking about social media-wise. If I'm paying for a product, and I want to get your take on this, Dave, and I also want to hear from the nation, if you got a main event that you've built up extremely well and Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch built up so well that after I heard Trevor Murdoch on our show, I was like, damn, I need to watch this. Do you want a disqualification in your main event? Do you want your two-hour pay-per-view to end on the note that it ended last night? No. No,
1: the answer's no. Now, maybe people feel a little bit differently. Fine, they're, they're telling a story. If I'm the NWA... And I did all this promotion going into this pay-per-view yesterday. By the way, I want to get into that if a 4 o'clock pay-per-view start is the right thing to do, or Oof. they should have it in the evening. Um, especially at this time of the year.
3: In the this time of the, winter, of the year, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, but this time of the year, weather-wise, and this time of the year coming out of COVID-wise. Yes. People are like gangbusters out there right now. They're begging to get outdoors. I mean, it was beautiful in the Northeast. So, yeah, that that time of day is questionable also, Dave. Because, Bully, I got to tell
1: you, I'm in a lot of hot water with Violetta because it was 3.55. We're out on the deck, you know, hanging out and just enjoying the day. And I'm like, I got to go inside and watch an NWA pay-per-view. You should have seen the look on my wife's face in the middle of the afternoon. She thought I was lying because who has a pay-per-view at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Now, listen, if this was going up against a WWE pay-per-view or even an AEW pay-per-view. If you said, you know what? Like the last time the NWA had a pay-per-view, I believe it was on the same day as a WWE pay-per-view. Hey, if you do that, I'm all for it. You change the time. You don't want to go up against like an AEW or WWE pay-per-view. But there was nothing going on last night. So to me, having it in the middle of the
3: afternoon was a mistake. I got to tell you, I was in hot water also. Just like you. Wow. Yep. Yeah, and there's extra pressure on you.
1: Why? Well, because the you know the beautiful velvet sky was doing her live debut on an NWA oh, interview. per <laughs> I was in a hot. I was in a hot tub at
3: Joe Devito's house. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's funny.
2: What a way to watch a pay per view, ladies and gentlemen. We are. Live. Serious XM Fight Nation is your home for the hardest hitting combat sports talk you'll find in the world. Whether it's pro wrestling, MMA, or boxing, join the conversation with us at 877 Fight 93, anytime from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, as we react to the hottest storylines, most intriguing matchups, and more. Oh my God! Your home for the best all day combat sports talk anywhere is Serious XM Fight Nation, Channel 156.
1: As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Uh, Vladimir came during the match, uh, distracted the referee. While the referee was distracted, Nick Aldis hit the referee in the back with... With the chair, took the referee out, was beating the hell out of Murdoch. Murdoch was able to come back, take out Latimer, and Nick Aldis used the chair to do it, was able to hit his finisher, get the 1-2-3 on Nick Aldis, but it was the chair shot that got Trevor Murdoch disqualified, and Nick Aldis is your still your NWA World Heavyweight Champion and, and has been your NWA World Heavyweight Champion now for over 960 days. I had a problem because when you hear the words or the letters NWA, it brings back tradition. But as many NWA fans might remember, the late 80s brought the dusty finish to the world of the NWA and that was a bit of old school NWA not in a good way. Bully now, if that was the end of, a, of an NWA power, I'm all for it. Because now that's going to make me want to get the pay-per-view to see the rematch between Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis. I'm not sure that was the best way to end
3: a pay-per-view yesterday afternoon. I would have never ended the pay-per-view that way. Trevor could have been beaten clean in the middle of the ring without a problem. Nick is an extremely credible world champion. Trevor put up one hell of a fight. You didn't need all that chicanery. Maybe they were just trying to make it exciting for the fans that the couple of fans that they had there or the fans watching at home. But I just don't believe you needed that. And and then after the match was over, Dave, what type of promo did we get from Trevor Murdoch? Trevor
1: Murdoch said, I don't know what more I can do. I've tried everything. I can't get over the hump. And he kind of walked away where it's like, man, is, is Trevor Murdoch stepping away? You could have easily done that same promo with what you just said with a clean finish. Nick Aldis
3: beating Trevor Murdoch and the promo sounds like there would have been a clean finish. If I'm Trevor Murdoch, I'd probably be pissed off that I had that 10 pounds of gold in my hand and then it got taken away. I would have been blaming the referee, I would have been blaming I would have been blaming Nick Aldis and then I would have caught myself and you know what it. screw this. I'm not blaming anybody but myself and Nick Aldis. I'm not I'm not done with you. But they didn't go that route. So the promo didn't match the finish, and I didn't like the finish, period. not the execution of it, the fact that they decided to go that route. Yeah. I don't think you need that, especially with the NWA these days. Give the people quality wrestling with quality finishes, believable finishes. The dusty finish is a beautiful thing when done and used correctly. I'm not going to say that they didn't do it correctly i just would have never used it you don't want to prostitute something like the dusty finish either so we're talking about a pay-per-view that aired at four o'clock in the afternoon how many people really saw it we're not quite sure that's why we put it out there to the nation to call in or chime in on social media so did you burn through a unique finish on a show that not a lot of people saw tree falls in the woods does it make a sound I don't know if this made a sound last night. You didn't need it to make a sound. What you needed last night was a quality World Heavyweight Championship defense and yep. Nick Aldis winning in the middle of the ring.
1: I think that's the most important. We talked about Camille. We're going to get to the phone calls in just a second because we do have people that want to talk about the NWA pay-per-view, which is a good sign. I'm happy to see that. We'll get to your calls in just a minute. But you made Camille look strong. Camille... Now on her resume has beaten Thunder Rosa clean, has beaten Serena Deeb clean. Boy, you're looking at Camille like, wow, what's next for her? Who could possibly beat her? Nick Aldis, to me, doesn't have to be that swarmy champion that's the dirtiest player in the game, a la Ric Flair, later in his career. To me, man, Nick Aldis could be your poster child. I know he's a heel, and that's fine. But what's more important, getting Trevor Murdoch over or getting... Nick Aldis over to a new audience that may not have seen him defend that championship for the NWA. To me, it's all about Nick Aldis. And when you have a champion for 960 days, I'm sorry, Trevor Murdoch. That champion's going to beat you. You could still have the self-doubt. The fans are still going to be behind Trevor Murdoch. Hey, you know what? He challenged. He did his best. He He wasn't able to do it. He'll, he'll live to fight another day. To me, I agree with you, Bully. It's about the NWA brand, and it's about Nick Aldis as your champion.
3: And if Nick Aldis would have won clean in the middle of the ring, that promo that ended the show from Trevor would have made perfect sense because that would have been self-doubt. Where do I go from here? What do I do? Now, as a fan, you're looking at Trevor and going, don't worry about it, Trevor. You gave You did your best. Thanks for showing up and fighting hard. You'll live to fight another day. After the wonky finish that they did, I don't know why Trevor was in so much self doubt. You had the championship in your hand. Yeah, you won. Base, you you won. You should be you should be pissed off. You should be that championship is mine. I just pinned Nick Aldis one two three. I'm your NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Should have destroyed the set. Went crazy. Pile driven. Uh, anybody in sight? Whatever not have been so sullen and and disappointed. So questionable decisions on the end of the pay-per-view. Definitely the right way with uh, with Camille. I'm not sure why they feel they needed to protect Trevor. Does Trevor come across as the character or wrestler that needs to be protected on a finish of a main event? No, to me, Bully, don't
1: you this is like and again, I bring back something from the past. I remember Ole Anderson in an interview talking about how he got Tommy Rich over to the moon. How did he get Tommy Rich over to the moon? By losing. God, this kid comes in. He gives a great effort every time he's in the ring, but he just can't get the victory. I mean, if I'm a fan of Trevor Murdoch, do I look at Trevor Murdoch and say, this guy's the best wrestler in the world? No, Trevor Murdoch is a guy who's going to try hard, and maybe on his best night, he can take out
3: a champion like Nick Aldis. I I don't know. Once again, we're talking about getting over via losing. How many times have we talked about this with Dreamer? I always tell the story about him always wanting to lose. There is a beauty and an art form in getting over while losing. You want to lose as long as you lose correctly. Last night was not correctly. Trevor should have just lost to the better, more in shape, you know, world champion. And then you cut that promo. And then you come back out on power a, a, a week later and you say in front of some fans, hey, I I, I really just don't know if I should continue. And you have the fans will you through. I don't know. Now, with Trevor, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Okay, yeah. done, done. On to the next one. All right, who's next for Nick? I
1: think the NWA has brought in a lot of fans because, like you and I, Bully, we grew up on the NWA. And they did a good job where... When you watch that show, it's like you're watching TBS at 605, 35 years ago. And that's going to bring you in. And I love also what he said is that Trevor Murdoch, even from our interview a couple weeks ago, that's the type of guy that's going to bring a fan in. That, that is your quintessential babyface. Bully, a lot of times in pro wrestling and, the, and AEW and the WWE are definitely guilty of this. You don't know who the babyface and the heels are. And the NWA, it's clear who the end of, who the babyfaces and the heels are on the, in that promotion.
3: One of the problems that I see with the industry across the board is when you look at babyfaces, it seems that a lot of talent are afraid to do the number one thing that a textbook babyface does. It's sell. Because they think selling makes them look weak. It doesn't. If you sell correctly... It will eventually make you stronger because the people will will you through. Not everybody can be a stone cold Steve Austin ass kicking babyface. Not everybody can be a Road Warriors ass kicking babyface. If you sell, you're going to get over with the people. But a lot of these younger babyface, they either want to be too cool. Or too strong, and they get away from the basics and the foundation of what makes a great baby face. When you go to acting school, I'm sure there's um, a, a formula that they teach all of their actors on how to become a successful actor. If you do A, B, and C, you'll go on. You, you'll you'll give yourself the right tools and the right opportunity to become, uh, you know, uh, 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 another De Niro, Pacino, The Rock, whatever. Um, did I just put Rock in the same acting category as De Niro and Pacino?
1: Actually, actually, <clears throat> The Rock makes a lot more money than De Niro yeah, and Pacino. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> so I, I'd love to see these baby faces sell a lot more and go for the sympathy a lot more. Don't be a la- afraid to let your heel get that heat on you. And when it comes to heels, as you know how I feel, Dave, the, this business is void of quality heels. This business is void of men and women who are not afraid of heat. We cannot keep using MJF as the example. It's only one example.
1: But also too, you're using a 25 year old as your prime example. you know that 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 in, unto itself, Makes you think, hey, man, I mean, really, somebody who's new to the business is the one that's the trendsetter when it comes to being a heel. But, Bully, I, you know, I used to teach communications 15 years ago when I would when I would talk to my students, everyone, everybody wanted to be Howard Stern. Everybody want. And I used to say, stop it. There's only one Howard Stern. Howard Stern's got the market on being Howard Stern. Nobody else is going to listen to you to be Howard Stern. There's already a Howard Stern. So Be you. I think the reason why a lot of people loved our Trevor Murdoch interview is because he was himself. He was Trevor Murdoch. He's gone through a lot of ups and downs and challenges through his career, and now he's gotten an opportunity to face the NWA world champion and Nick Aldis on a pay-per-view. That sells itself right there. That's why I think the outcome of him losing clean to somebody like Nick Aldis who's been champion for 960 days, that's where you get the frustrated Trevor Murdoch at the end of the paper, if you say and say, what more do I have to do? Man, I've, I've 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 gone through everything. I've hit rock bottom, worked my way up, and I still missed out on my opportunity. And
3: this just popped into my mind. You're Trevor Murdoch and you lose clean to Nick Aldis. And as Nick Aldis is standing there and he has his championship high above his head is when Trevor Murdoch gets up and he actually spins Nick Aldis around to shake his hand and then cuts that promo it's that self-doubt that people can relate to. <clears throat> Trevor Murdoch is being the bigger man. He's shaking Nick Aldis's hand because he realized, hey man, this is the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And the guy that trained me was the poster boy for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So let me pay homage and respect to that championship that Holy race made. And then you go on to cut the promo at the end of the night. And now you, you're like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I have anything left in the tank. I'll talk to you guys on the next edition of Power where I'll be making up my mind. And then you go, well, I don't know if I should be here anymore. You know, maybe I should, uh, you know, ride off into the sunset. Now you got the people in the background because we got some people back in the eyes. Go, no, man, no, stick around, Trevor. That's when Nick comes back out and go, Exactly. Put your tail between your legs and realize that Nick Aldis, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, is the last voice you will ever hear and the last uh, sight you will ever see because I pinned your shoulders to the mat and I sent you into retirement. And now Trevor goes, wait a minute. Yeah. There's your story. And I just did that off the
1: top of my head. And, and I mean, and you could add a little bit of spice to it. Nick Aldis said, look at me. Look at me with the suit holding the temp." Do, do, do you think that people want you, you holding this 10-pound? You look like a bum. Look at you. Like, this is who should be representing the NWA. Somebody
3: like me. That's someone like you. I, I mean, the story writes itself. Sometimes I'm not quite sure who creative people are truly booking for. Are they booking for themselves or are they booking for their fan base? I've told you off air one of the biggest lessons I learned in this business, and ironically enough, the guy that gave me this advice does not seem to be following his own advice lately. Vince McMahon taught me one-on, a one-on-one lesson in his office one day. He said, Bubba, he goes, so much of the stuff that you come up with is really good, but some of the stuff that you come up with that I don't agree with is because you're booking for what you want to see and not the people want to see. And I thought thought about it, and I said, yeah, sometimes I do put my own individual likes and dislikes, and you have to try to get away from that. What does the fan base want tonight? What do they want from the promo? What do they want from the match? What What do they want from the segment, the spectacle? Always keep that in mind, and then go out there and execute it.
2: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast.
1: Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas.
2: SiriusXM Podcasts.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works
3: for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley.